thewellnesscouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives. Welcome to the Wellness Guys Show with wellness experts Dr. Lawrence Tam, Dr. Damian Kristoff, and Dr. Brett Hill. Welcome to the Wellness Guys. I'm Dr. Lawrence Tam. I'm Dr. Damian Kristoff. And I'm Dr. Brett Hill. And this is the Wellness Guys Show, a weekly show dedicated to bring wellness into our lives. And gentlemen, it's uh, our 99th episode of the wow. Wellness Guys. Woof. It's, Who would have thought we could get the three of us organized to get together 99 times to do it? Yeah, seriously, right? 99 weeks in a row. This is incredible. Yeah. Oh, man, I, t- uh, I really didn't think that we would uh, get this far in, in terms of actually getting organized as well, especially with our time ske- schedules anyways. But um, we've done calls from. We've done calls from Mexico. We've done calls from Bali. We've done calls from Los Angeles, San Francisco. We've done calls. I'm in Adelaide at the moment. Brett's in Adelaide. We're not even in the same we've place. Done, we've we've done calls yet. from Damien being in a car at a friend's house. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. We have, haven't we? That's right. On my iPad. I have. That's right. That's right. You know what's funny, guys, is I actually had uh, someone come up to me during the week who was a bit of a wellness guys fan, and they said, uh, they said, listen, what are you guys talking like? What are you guys thinking about? What are you guys doing when you start the show? Because they just wanted to know. They said, oh, it always sounds like you're up and about, and you know, you're smiling when you start the show. And so I did explain to them that we are often smiling and usually laughing because we've just usually taken the, the you know what out of each other right before the show started. So I just want to let those fans know that that's the reason we're kind of half laughing as we're introducing is usually we're taking the mickey out of each other when we start. That's right. Just like today. That's why we started off in laughter because <laughs> we were just taking the piss of each other. So, all right. So listen, today's episode. This is G-rated. This is G-rated. <laughs> Sorry. Beep. We'll beep it up. Jeepers. <laughs> Oh, man, we're off to a flying start on this 99th episode. Now, listen, for our um, to this this particular episode, we're going to be talking about, uh, I think, Damien. Damien actually loves this topic, um, okay. it's not, and it's not poo. So it's uh, actually very different from poo. <laughs> it's very different from poo. It yeah. tastes different. I, uh, I was in the gym just moments ago. Uh, well, now 33 minutes ago because it took a little while to get this call going. But I was in the gym and uh, and MKR was on the telly. And MKR, last episode, kind of synonymous with where we're – not this is the last episode, but it was like a it was a championship episode. And they were, they were cooking up desserts in the fifth course, right? And so one person was making this beautiful-looking chocolate thing with some peppermint at the bottom. And, uh, and then another, another group was making some of the berries and like this creme brulee sort of thing at the bottom. And I'm going, oh, yum. Like here I am working out, punching out some calories and get, make, put muscles on my muscles. And there's desserts up there. And I'm going, oh, it looks so good. And I thought to myself, you know what? It's such a temptation because people get to the end of the day and they eat a massive meal and they sit on the, on the couch and they put on the TV and they're eating dessert, watching The Biggest Loser, screaming at the television, move your butt, you know. And so <laughs> you know, I thought to myself, why don't we talk tonight about desserts? and what you can actually do with desserts and, and how do you make them better but still taste unreal because we had a dinner party last night at our house and my wife, Amber, and I, we we cooked up. We didn't even cook it. It was a raw dessert and we made it with beetroot and agave syrup and coconut and almonds and and all kinds of really yummy stuff, right? And these guys had their socks blown off because it was the most beautiful dessert and they're like, wow, what's this all about? And it, it was a raw, beautiful Beetroot dessert. Did it have whipped cream in it? it? With what? Did it have whipped cream in it? 
<laughs> on top. Well, well, funny you say that because I did pull out some whipped cream, oh, and I uh, and, and no. We still do our dessert, day, mate. <laughs> yes, we still. It's disgusting, Brett. And I and there was no uh, and no one. There was no takers, no takers. But you know what else? We, what we put on there was something special. It was a bit of ice cream, but it was a non-dairy ice cream. It was cocoa coconut um, ice cream. Beautiful. Wow. You know what a what a delectable delight. And we wowed the pants off these people and their socks, of course, because I told you that we blew their socks off. And uh, it was amazing because it was just beautiful. <laughs> I'm sure you did blow their pants off. Um, uh, with coconut, this coconut ice cream thing, I mean, that's going to come to WA in Perth probably about 10 years' time, I think, by the time it actually gets here. Yeah, but I want, But everybody's sitting there. Uh, just there's a couple of clarification points. MKR actually stands for My Kitchen Rules, just for those people who actually don't know what it is because a lot of people yes. wouldn't watch um, that show but the other thing too though uh, demo the the people who love desserts there are obviously fundamental problems with having desserts we'll start there why desserts are actually been looked frown upon and we're going to talk about some solutions and actually how to change that like what you have done with your dessert from last night and actually change it to something delectable but also very healthy as well so let's discuss first why is such a problem brett would you like to sort of tell us why desserts are usually frowned upon and why we you know typically don't go after them when we you know quote unquote being healthy yeah well i think look i think at the end of the day the problem is not necessarily the dessert but or the concept of dessert but it's what we put in the desserts so you know we've we've spoken a lot on a lot of our other episodes about how you know the issues with our modern diets and a lot of that is to do with the fact that they're really high in carbohydrates they're really high in sugars um, they're really processed food. Um, and, you know, to be honest, desserts are probably some of the biggest culprits for that, you know, in terms of, you know, a lot of desserts just containing huge amounts of, you know, sugars in them, um, sometimes a huge amount of unhealthy fats in them, and, and just a lot of processed, you know, unhealthy foods. And, and that's really the issue with the dessert. It's not the concept of dessert itself, because we're going to talk about some other options you can have where you can actually have a really healthy dessert. Um, but, but it's actually the, the ingredients that you're putting into them or the ingredients that are being put into them by other people even more often um, that are the issue, not the, the dessert itself. Well, Bruno, there's other issues too, isn't there? Because people often sit down and have a massive meal, right? They might have sat down to a whole kangaroo or maybe, you know, half an emu and they're eating it and they get to the end of it, had a few potatoes along the way, maybe wild yams and um, I'm being facetious, of course. And, uh, and, and then they sit down... I don't get the joke. <laughs> and then and then they'll sit down to some more calories but the calories are often very imbalanced so we all we always talk about protein fat carbohydrate with every single meal we always make that make a point that if you're going to create a meal that's got to be good for you in order to get appropriate balance and your macronutrient levels right you've got to have protein fat and carbohydrate because your body needs that with every single meal otherwise you create massive hormonal imbalance and blood sugar levels function and X, Y, you know, so many things happen. So the thing is that if you go and have a really sweet dessert that's way out of nutritional balance, then it throws out your dinner meal and all of a sudden you're packing away pounds uh, that you're going to have to punch off later on when you go to the to the gym or you go for a big run. Um, and most people are relatively sedentary. You know, a lot of people don't get a lot of steps done in a day. A lot of people aren't going to the gym every single day. Even though they're listening to the wellness guys, they might not be yet living the full wellness lifestyle. And so it becomes an issue where they just dump into their body what they might think is just a little bit of a, a sweet delight. It, it could be quite a significant disaster um, happening under their skin. It's also the problem with dessert usually being at the you know at more later in the nighttime as well. How does that, Damien? You would know a little bit more about this. Like, how does it actually affect you know our you know sleeping patterns and actually you know leading you know because most people are going to have dinner, they're going to have a bit of a break, and then they have desserts after that. 
And how did that affect our sleep patterns with all that sugar overload? Well, you got to you got to clear that stuff out, right? So your insulin um, is only going to last for ninety minutes, really. Like you, you're going to pump out some insulin from your from your pancreas. It's going to that effect will last about ninety minutes. Then you, you're going to call in your liver to get rid of some of that stuff, and it's going to pack away a bit of glycogen, and then maybe possibly make a little bit of uh, cholesterol as a result of all that carbohydrate in your bloodstream. And uh, and it's quite a, a stressful thing. Obviously, of course, when you have more calories, especially carbohydrates running through your bloodstream, your core temperature is going to rise. So you'll go to bed with very, very hot. Um, the, the excess sugar is going to make you want to wee more because um, your kidney's got to clean it out. So you're probably going to wake up some, you know, sometimes one or two, maybe three times in the night because you've got to clear out all that sugar. And uh, you'll wake up sweaty, disrupted. You'll wake up sleepy in the morning, groggy because you've been trying to break, break down and get rid of all that fuel that your brain's been trying to use, which means your brain never got a chance to rest. And, uh, and your muscles didn't get a chance to rest either. And so... You know, it's it's very, very disruptive. You know, sugar, excess sugar in the diet, especially just before you go to bed, can be a huge disaster. Um, but, you know, we, we talk about sugar and then there's, there's other things that people do for dessert. So it could be cheeses, for example. And a lot of people have those cheese dreams. You know, I'm not being rude there, right? But they have cheese dreams where they've got this heightened sense of there's an amino acid, I think it's tyrosine that comes in or tryptophan. Maybe obviously tyrosine, which causes the release of tryptophan, which gives you these wild dreams after you've had cheese. And so a lot of people do that as well, as well as some, you know, sweet stuff and some wine for dinner. And, you know, it really blows their heads to bits and their body to bits. Yeah, it's also damaging the opportunity or the missed opportunity to go into that kind of fat burning mode overnight because we know that when you're asleep is that prime time to be burning off some fat. But if you're having those sugars right before you go to bed, you're keeping yourself in that carbohydrate burning mode and missing out on that great opportunity to, to burn some fat overnight, which obviously has you know, a raft of health benefits as well. Um, the other thing I wanted to talk about here was, I guess, the mindset around dessert because very often I think people go into this mindset of dessert where it's, you know, it's the end of the day, I deserve it. You know, I deserve yeah. to fill myself with this whatever food it is that I'm craving right now. And Have a ice cream. I think, yeah, I think the key with that is to start to take a longer-term perspective to that. And so the way I tend to do that is I think about how that's going to make me feel tomorrow or next week or even next year. And so my thing then is well, if you think about that from a deserving aspect, then I think, well, hey, I actually deserve to feel really good tomorrow. So I'm going to make a choice that actually is going to make me feel good, not just right now, but also tomorrow and the next day and the next week as well. So if you've got to change that mindset rather than thinking, I deserve this right now, to think, well, I deserve this from now on. So I'm actually going to make a different choice. Um, still can be a yummy, tasty dessert, but it's actually looking after myself now and in the future as well. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. It's and that's a big mindset thing, you know. That's that's yeah. a, up Lawrence Tam's line yeah. of mindset. But it's you know, it is a strength of character thing to be able to think forward to that because most people are into immediate gratification. You know, they want to do something right yeah. now, and so it does require a little bit of preparation. You do need to make sure that you've got the right ingredients in your house, so you don't get trapped. You don't want to find yourself wanting dessert, and the only thing you've got in the cupboard is chocolate and ice cream because and- then you're in trouble. Yeah, and it's also about eating the right thing during the day as well. Because if you're eating lots of sugars and carbohydrates during the day, maybe having coffee and you know all those things are going to switch on that stress response and those cravings in your body, then you're actually going to, by the time you get to the end of the day, it's going to be much, those cravings are going to be much more enhanced because of that stress response in your body than if you'd been eating some, some lower glycemic index from some better sort of fats and proteins and those sort of things throughout the day, then you, you'd actually you know, not just be relying on willpower at the end of the day, but you're actually making it a lot easier on yourself if you're getting the right food, breakfast, lunch, and dinner as well. I think it's also true, though, when you say that um, having the right foods in your house, because if you have the food, like those bad foods, in the house, 
it's easy. Yeah. It's very easy for you to actually grab it when you're in a craving state, right? Yeah. Um, so I think it's important to, first of all, not have those stuff like in the house at all. Don't even buy them. Don't even have it. No, don't, no just in case. And um, yeah. because I think that's really important to remove that out because then you're forced to think, right? You're forced to actually think, okay, well, I, I am craving for something. What am I going to have? And you actually have to actually come up with something where if it's a packet of, you know, whatever, Tim Tams is there, like you're just going to grab it because it's so much easier for you to grab it, open it, grab the biscuit rather than actually make love, something. Love Tim Tams. I love them. But you're right. You, you do need to kind of keep your house safe. You know, you turn the electric blankets off at night. You uh, lock your windows, lock your door. You make your house safe in so many ways. But you go to the pantry, and in fact, the pantry could be one of the most dangerous places in your house for your house for your health in your house. So you've got to be very mindful of that sort of stuff. You know, one of the things I had just recently, which Amber created, Amber, well, I don't know if she created it, but she made it for our house, was a avocado cheesecake, no dairy free, nice. dairy free, and the base was made from almond and coconut meal. We made our own almond meal. We made our own coconut meal with our Thermomix. And uh, and so we you know had all that really yummy stuff, and we used um, we used avocado as the cheesecake bit or the cheese bit. Yeah, I don't know. She, I don't look. I say we, but she did it. I've no. <laughs> it was amazing. It was amazing. But we used all kinds of different sweeteners, and I think it's really good that we maybe might go into different sweeteners now. Just talk about the things that you can get because people are talking at the moment about you know um, the different sweetener alternatives to sugar of course sugar being the ultimate sweetener because that was the original one and you can go for rapadura sugar which is you know just ground down sugar cane juice which both cindy and i think is excellent um or you go for coconut sugar which is you know very good as well some people actually go for different types of sugars like agave syrup or honey um i wouldn't you know i think stevia is interesting is is good as a plant but it's the stuff that goes with the stevia that's really concerning which we often hear about so maybe we can talk a bit about that boys what do you reckon yeah i think so i think before we go to sugar um i think let's break the framework down of the it is like another meal like what you mentioned before so it's not, it's not just, you, you got to actually have factor in the carbohydrates, the fats and the protein, you know, you yes. discussed that earlier. So let's discuss that as a framework and then All let's right. go into the sugar replacements. All right then. Okay. So you've got to have protein, fat and carbohydrates. So the things that you're looking at for, you know, to put into your dessert could be things like eggs. You could whack eggs into your dessert. Um, avocados from a fat point of view could be excellent, but there's nuts and seeds, you know, like there's no reason why you couldn't use pecan nuts and walnuts and um, coconuts, almonds, yeah. cashew nuts, all these sorts of things like cashew nuts. When you soak them and put them through your thermomix, they just turn into this beautiful creamy substance. It's like having you know, pulling out a whole bunch of cream. Like it's just, it's, it's amazing, you know, so you can have all those sorts of beautiful things that are creamy and, but at the same time nutty and really good for you, full of good fats, full of good carbohydrates and give you some degree of protein, especially from almonds. Absolutely beautiful. So you got your eggs, you got your fats and then, you know, you got your fats from your nuts and then you got some, something sweet that could be some real fruit like berries. You can poach up some berries or you can add some um, honey to get some kind of other sweetness into that meal. Yeah, and you know one of the things you're going to find as you start going through this process of, I guess, maybe changing what you're doing for your meals and changing what you're doing for your desserts is that your concept of sweetness starts to change as well. You know, the the less of the carbohydrates and the sugars you're eating, then the more sensitive you tend to become to that sweetness in just natural things like some fruit or some honey or some, um, you know, just whatever that is that you've put into that dessert. You know, you find you need a lot less of that. 
Um, and, and I've found, certainly found this has changed enormously for me over time to the point where even now I'm often getting, you know, even the kind of more paleo-based recipes and going, well, yeah, it says I need to put this much honey in, but I'll just put, you know, half of that or even less of that. Um, you know, you definitely find those tastes change over time and, and your need for those sweeteners decreases a lot. That's true. That's, that's very true. Um, you know, I also find, you know, if we talk about paleo, let's just talk about paleo for a second, going back in time. Mm-hmm. Um, we're talking about, you know, sugars that actually naturally existed back then. Now, I've yep. got to tell you that if you lived in the south of France um, during paleo times, agave wasn't a cactus that was growing in your backyard. Let me tell you that, right? So yep. you've got to be thinking about what sort of things are you going to be using um, in a sweetness sense that you might have actually had access to way back then. So if you came through the Central American, South American sort of bloodline, then agave might be more appropriate for you than, say, honey that might have come from European bees. Um, or um, agave, you know, is probably really good for a Mexican but probably not as good for someone who comes from Ireland where maybe they should be using uh, something else. You know, French people might want to use some grapes, for example. But there's different ways to sweeten it and you've got to look at your region as to where you are because I think that just by selecting stuff from different regions around the world, you're kind of missing the point of going paleo. It should be the foods that are from your region. That's my thing. So are you saying that I can't yeah. have Canadian maple syrup, even though I'm Canadian? <laughs> <laughs> well, then we all love that, don't we? I think the key thing is there, you know, we can take it to the nth degree and we can go very, very extreme. But I, what I'm finding is that I'm finding that a lot of people, and I've got a lot of British people in my practice, a lot of, a lot of Brits in my practice, mm. and they're getting stuck into coconut right now. And many of them are having... Uh, reactions to coconut, you know, uh, flatulence from the coconut flesh um, and issues as a result of that because of the fructose, you know, component. Um, and then putting it on their skin and getting eczema, um, as you know, from the from the coconut on their skin. And it's even though they're living a very, very primal lifestyle, coconut, I think, may not be appropriate for all Brits. Not every Brit, but all Brits. Maybe it's because of their bloodline and where they actually evolved from and through and to where they are now. Um, I don't know whether or not they've been exposed to it, most of what they're actually eating as they are now. So I think don't go hell for leather on one particular food group because it falls into a category of what we might say is healthy. Say, for example, if you're not used to eating heaps of cashew nuts or you're not used to eating a heap of almonds, don't go and eat heaps of them just because we say right now it's healthy. Bring it into your diet, see how your body responds, see how you feel. Like Notice whether or not you feel hungover in the morning. Notice whether or not you feel bloated. Uh, take a look at your bowel movements to work out. I had to bring in poo, right? Take a look at your bowel movements <laughs> to see whether or not your body responded appropriately to the meal that you ate last night. If it's sticky and it hurts to get it out because it's really painful, the meal you ate last night wasn't a good meal regardless of how good it tasted. So you've got to keep all that. So it's a bit of an experiment. You've got to keep it in mind. Well, and I think it's also about keeping it in moderation. Like, you know, just because one particular food is healthy doesn't mean you should eat just that food. You know, you've still got to actually get a, so a good variety of the healthy foods, right? That's it. Um, and that's, that's, once again, a very paleo thing is that you're not just going to eat just coconuts or just almonds or, you know, you're going to get a variety of different foods, which I think is probably the key. Um, and it's interesting you mentioned fructose before, Damo, because obviously that's one of the concerns about the agave is that it's really high in fructose. That's right. Um, and obviously there's a lot of research out there at the moment, particularly the sort of high fructose corn syrup and those sort of things that saying that, well, you know, maybe that concentrated fructose isn't the way to go for us either. So you've just got to bear those things in mind. And I think that's why... Uh, you know, steering away perhaps from the, the high fructose might be a good option for the sugars as well if you, if you are going to add some sugars. Agreed. And, and, you know, obviously then going back to just plain old good old sugar cane juice, you know, why wouldn't you? Mm. Yeah, or just some fruit. Or fruit. Yeah, fruit. <laughs> you know, 
pretty simple. What, yeah. what about what about um? I think one people one of the things that people you know when they go to birthday parties and go into other people's houses, and one of the things that uh, we're so used to is all these pre-made packaged cakes, for example, or pre-made you mm. know, dessert. And I think most people need to realize is that those are the problems. It's not just the you know the ingredients, but it's also like the the things that actually go in that packaging. And I think one of the things that we talk about is eating real food, and it's actually making your own stuff. You know, getting a thermal mix or just getting some recipes to actually make your own cake. If you're going to have a cake, then make your own cake. Because uh, not many people do that anymore. You know, they just make your it. cake and eat it too. That's yeah. right. <laughs> yeah, most people just grab a packet and just you know put you know whatever the package and says mix this and put whatever a whole bunch of stuff in it. But there's a lot of easy ways that you can actually do um, do it yourself. And you know, let's let's also talk about higher quality ingredients you know like one of the things that i know damien and i really love our chocolate you know we've mentioned mm-hmm. that many a times we love <laughs> chocolate <laughs> yeah and um you know so one of the things that we, we I always do is just that like if you ever you know when i choose to eat chocolate i'm going to eat like higher quality chocolate and i you can really taste the difference between higher quality chocolate to like the very um you know milky sweet stuff yeah Yeah, like really really sweet stuff and you can tell it's just like you can just tell it's bad quality chocolate where when you when and you can eat a lot a whole bar of that you know if you really want to because it doesn't you can't stop it's just like you create this addiction within your body and so whereas the higher quality stuff usually what your body will actually tell you like that's too rich like it's enough you know you have one little square you know two squares and that's enough i might put that in my power food seminar (laughs) <laughs> and you know the thing one of the things as well is to make sure you actually do turn it over and look at the ingredients like because you know there's a lot of stuff where you'll go you know into the supermarket now and it might be for instance dark chocolate right you go oh that's that's healthy for me because that's dark chocolate yeah and then you turn it over and it's like actually it's like 40 percent cocoa right whereas real dark <laughs> chocolate is actually 85 percent cocoa right so you want your dark chocolate to be dark chocolate because it's actually got lots of cocoa in it not because they've just added darker food coloring to it you know <laughs> so, actually, you know so, so turn it over and have a look at the ingredients and it's the same with the cake mix as you mentioned before if you actually turn it over and look at the ingredients and don't recognize the stuff in there you know cindy always talks about this you know just just turn it over and have a look and, and check what the ingredients are and you're going to find that it's going to be much cleaner to make it yourself that's it clean food that's that's what it's all about cindy does say and you know if you go into cindy's cindy's website listen to the girls on up for a chat uh they talk about you know making it all and keeping it all real which is really important um and making a cake from scratch is very very different to uh just pulling out the packet mix you know dried eggs just doesn't cut the mustard for me it's kind of not real but um put the real stuff in but uh it doesn't even have to be that you know that tough like it doesn't have to be something you pre-assemble and that you bake up or you dehydrate or you do anything like that it doesn't have to be like that it could be just simply some fruit and um which if it, well, it just could be some fruit, couldn't it? You know, but we should really, if we're going to balance it out, why wouldn't you put fruit with some nuts? Um, there's nothing wrong with doing that, right? Yeah, absolutely, and and that's essentially the way I put together most of the desserts that we do, Damo. Is you start, I start with some fruit, and I think, oh, what kind of fruit do I feel like? Like, what do I, you know, what do I sort of got that sweet taste for now? And it might be strawberries, it might be blueberries, it might be banana, apple, pear, like whatever it is. Yeah. And then sort of go, okay, so how can I now add in fats and proteins to balance that out? Right? So, it. You know, and it can be as simple as like we'll have berries in the freezer and we pull them out, put them in the blender, blend them into a sorbet and then add in some coconut milk. Or coconut, coconut cream, you know, which is so easy. That's like a 
30 second dessert to make and it tastes amazing it's absolutely beautiful um or you know we'll just get an apple and we'll take the core out and we'll stuff it with you know nuts and maybe some coconut oil and some you know what sultanas whatever just you know stuff all those into the middle so we're just sort of finding ways to add the fat and the protein to the fruit to make it like a really good mix and a a really good blend um and that's really how we don't you we actually do sometimes. Yeah, I thought you would. <laughs> We've got a campfire so in the backyard, and we actually got the campfire and we stick it in there. Yeah, yeah I thought you would. The first time we did it, we left we left him in there for about I don't know. We thought, oh yeah, maybe like forty five minutes. Forty five <laughs> minutes. <laughs> it was this tiny little black piece of charcoal. And we went, oh, maybe that was a little bit long. <laughs> Someone um, stole the apple. Yeah, but you know, and the, the other thing is, like at the moment, one of my favourites is I just I'll just do like a smoothie. So I'll just we we always have almond milk there, kind of ready to go for whatever we're doing. So I'll get some almond milk i'll put in a banana i'll put in an egg yep. i'll put in um some cacao powder yep. and just blend that up and it's you put, so do you easy. put spinach in yours i put spinach or lettuce in my in my milk in my smoothies i love it like or kale i'll whack that sort of thing just to get a bit of green sometimes we'll put beetroot into it too because like raw beetroot it's a really nice thing to add it gives you the red color in your smoothie nice. and you mm. whack that into your smoothie and you, all of a sudden you got this massive big burst of vitamins and minerals that came do from it do you get the red color at the other end too Oh yeah, you do. Just gotta warn everyone because otherwise you freak out. Thanks. I did that. I made these dehydrated beetroot chips, and uh, yeah, I was like, "What's going on here?" Chips. Oh, chips. Yeah, and they were great. (laughs) But yeah, it was like, "Well, you said something else." I'm like. So, Man, um, yeah, this... but, you know, some really easy options there that just take no time to prepare, like so simple to make, taste great, like taste amazing. Yeah. Um, you, you don't feel like you're missing out. You, they fill you up. You feel full. You feel good. And you're not tired and grumpy and cranky the next day because you're having a sugar crash. So they're perfect. You might be tired, grumpy, and you know, moody for other reasons, but not because of sugar. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> well, since we're on that topic, though, Damon, you mentioned just before the call with that, you know, if you had too much dessert, you know, you yeah. do actually have. There are some signs and symptoms. Like, what are they, and you know, what should people look out for? You know, there's a grogginess that you get from it. It's different to the grogginess from alcohol. It's very different. The grogginess from alcohol is like an overall body fatigue. There's mental cloudiness. There's dryness of the mouth. There's all that sort of stuff. The grogginess you get from excess sugar is something that, that, that still, you can still get the dryness of the mouth. But generally, you don't have as restful sleep because your brain's so active. Um, you'll feel very, very fatigued, like you can't get going for the whole day. So you, it's a very, very slow start to the day. You start from a very low base. Um, you can tend to wake up a bit puffy uh, from having too much sugar, um, and generally you have a fair bit of farting, a, a bit of a bit of blow off going on with yeah. the body. So that's, uh, that's it. I, I find that's it for me. I'll be feeling bloated and uncomfortable, and for me, it's definitely moods. I'm grumpy. I'm just cranky. Hmm. It's um, rare. Like I don't think I've ever seen you grumpy or cranky. That's because I. Do it. <laughs> that's why I don't do it, Damo. <laughs> you haven't seen bread in the mornings. Yeah. Yeah. Grizzly, has anyone ever seen Grizzly Adams from? Uh, that was. <laughs> Are you commenting on my beard, Damo? Bear grills, bear grills. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think we actually one of the um, um, favorite desserts I actually have. Like at nighttime, if I you know I feel like I just need something, it's actually forage. You know, actually grab some of your forage cereal though, Damo, and just put a bit of cacao nibs in there, and uh, there you go. That's like my dessert. 
So oh, I had it for breakfast and for dessert. Speaking my language, right? <laughs> no, I didn't. Uh, I wasn't even going to say that tonight. But there are people. In fact, the other day we made uh, Anzac biscuits, beautiful, healthy Anzac biscuits, out of uh, forage porridge, which was absolutely beautiful, gluten free, only the good stuff in there, and it was made beautifully with all fresh ingredients. And Go on, Dano, uh, give us a recipe, Dano. How do we do it? Can I? Well, I, I have to pull. I have to get the recipe for you, and I'll and I'll put it. We'll put it up on the website. Because it's not, another one of you saying we, but actually what you meant was someone else made someone it. Someone else made it. <laughs> <laughs> Again. Okay. What? Yes. But, you know what it was? Was my it was my practice manager Alicia. Thanks, Alicia. She made them and she brought them in and they were amazing. Better than amaze balls. Amaze balls are incredible. Actually, that's made from forage cereal. But like these uh, Anzac biscuits were, were incredible. So yeah, for Anzac Day. Yeah, well, so let's face it. Like Damien loves to eat dessert. He didn't say he actually makes them. So, <laughs> <laughs> no. Well, I did make that one yesterday, the beetroot one. That was great. Didn't beautiful. you just confess that Amber made it? No, that was the that was the uh, avocado cheesecake. Oh, okay, right, right. <laughs> okay, just want to just want to clarify. <laughs> yeah. Don't try and get me into trouble. No, well, let's let's end off with this though. But I, I do the reason why I like forage is because there's that three component which we've been kind of you know pushing through. This is the carbs, but there's also that protein and fat that's in it, and I think that's just a great. So anytime when you look at your dessert, really should have those three things in it to make sure you could create that uh, change. Um, Damien, do you have any last words about desserts? Um, I love them. I really do. And uh, the the reason why I think I wanted to talk about dessert tonight is because I sat down, had dinner tonight, uh, and I decided not to have dessert. And then and then I went and did a workout, and MKR was cooking dessert. So I thought, oh, what's that all about? And I should have listened to my body and had some fruit or something because you know I was craving. Now I've just gone through and drank a whole liter extra of water today, um, just to try and calm that down. But what I want to say is that many people will crave dessert and feel bad for craving dessert. Don't feel bad. Just make a good choice with your dessert. Mm-hmm. So. Make a make a really good choice with dessert. Make sure it's got protein, fat, and carbohydrate, and then you're not going to be you know left high and dry, feeling terrible, wishing you had dessert. And make sure it's at an appropriate time, not at nine thirty at night before you go to bed. All right, well that was a great episode, guys. But I do want to say this is that uh, it's been a pleasure working with you boys for ninety nine weeks in a row. And um, you know next week obviously is our special one hundredth episode. And uh, it's been great. Thank you to all our listeners and fans who are out there because it's been an amazing for you journey for us to have you guys listening to us. We've been not just in Australia but also in the United States. You want to hit the top. Um, one, I think definitely top 100 in the United States top and 50, uh, top 50, top 50, top 50. And, uh, and also in Australia, we're number one at the, as we speak at right now. So it's been great. So thank you so much to all our fans. Really love it. And, uh, I'm Thanks, sure Canada. we've been in Canada as well and New Zealand. Yep. And also in Europe. So this is fantastic. Brett, I'm sure you want to say something to our fans. Oh, I just want to say thanks. <laughs> no, I think in terms of the uh, the dessert stuff, I think what I wanted to say was just make it easy for yourself. Like make it easy for yourself by eating the right stuff during the day, doing the right things during the day so you're not craving as badly at night and then just make sure you've got the ingredients there so you can make something that's delicious and healthy. So just make it easy on yourself. Yeah. I think this is going to be a great episode for our listeners and fans to come on Facebook. Join a conversation there by telling us what yeah. your favorite recipe or yeah, favorite give us some good ones. and just give us some good ones yeah i would love to hear them because i would love to try them out um you know as we all kind of love our desserts too and damien well. can get someone else to make them for us yeah great. and then taste it <laughs> <laughs> and rate he'll rate it too <laughs> oh shut up yeah, <laughs> all right guys make sure you go to itunes and subscribe to uh, us on the podcast there because i would love to get your ratings and let's push us to uh, number one in the world that'd be awesome go to thebonescouch.com and uh, until next week Begin creating wellness into your lives and lead by example. Let's change the world's health together. 
Join us next week for our 100th episode of The Wellness Couch Show. This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Hi, it's Karen Smith here from Up For A Chat. Guess what? There's another new and exciting event that we're putting together coming your way from myself and the wellness guys. You got it. The four of us are getting together in Melbourne for a one-day intensive event for peak performers. It's called the Wellness Breakthrough, and it's been designed to help you get rid of any excuses and to remove all your limiting beliefs that are stopping you from being your best in your business, your career, in your health, and every context of your life. The Wellness Breakthrough is an interactive day of not just information, but it's real work. You're going to leave with a new lease on life, ready to take your body, your mind, and your soul to a whole new level. We would love to see you there. And best part is, tickets are just $97. Or, here's an invitation. Get in early, because there's a bonus. When you get in early, your tickets are not only reduced to $50, you'll get two for the price of one. You heard me right. Two for the price of one right up until the 1st of June. So don't delay. Go ahead. Book your seats right now at thewellnesscouch.com and click on the events link. I can't wait to see you there.